Welcome in to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinema, cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Aaron, what's going on? Nothing. We have a returning guest. Yep. The man who had a strap but doesn't anymore. <laughs> got, a, got a strap <laughs> cut. Yeah. Austin. What's going on? You like the studio? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I like it a lot. I was telling Aaron a second ago, I really like the sign that he made. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you like that over there? The Our, our board, like our calendar? No. No, it seems kind of empty. I mean, we, we got stuff going on, but I mean, the idea, you like it though? Have a calendar in here? I think it's helpful. Yeah, shut up. How about, no, the, Michael, how about the Michael Jordan stop. stop. Stuff? You like that? Stop. No, the, stop Ma- the Michael Jordan stuff? You, you like that? I like Michael Shut Jordan. up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I Austin. knew he was going to do it. So I knew Austin. he was going to do it. <clears throat> I'm assuming you put up all this stuff. I did. <laughs> Not the Michael Jordan stuff. That was all me. No, I put those up too. Did you? Yeah. You brought them over here. No, that's not true. I helped you bring them over here. Know, that's true. Um, <laughs> I put that up. I put those up. I put that up. Let, I, alone, let alone making it. I put the Michael, <laughs> Michael Jackson album up over here. That's true. He did do that. <laughs> He's a pedophile. <laughs> he did do that. That's correct. So explain how you and Aaron. How we met? Yeah. So, oh, I guess you didn't, I guess you weren't there, but um, we just got done playing basketball and I came up to him and he was wearing a shirt just like that, had N- uh, NYNP on it. And I asked him what it stood for and he said, not your normal podcast. And then from there, it, uh, we went over after the game on the sideline. I grabbed my phone, I looked it up and I asked him if this was it and I told him I'd start listening to it. That's, that's the summed up version. And you like the podcast. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. So. I like it a lot. Listen to it every... I usually, well, whenever I first started listening to it, I'd listen to it maybe a day or two later. Mm. But now, as soon as it comes up, I listen to it at Tuesday morning and Friday morning. As soon as, as soon as I wake up. notifications. Yeah. Pops up. The NYNP yeah. is out. And you're like, yep. Start listening to it immediately. Mm. Yeah, I actually really do like it. It's I good. I not anybody this. What, what platform do you listen to it on? Uh, well, Apple, uh, what Apple do you call it? Apple yes. Podcast. Thank okay. you. Yep, Apple Podcast. It's the best way to listen to it. All right. Yeah, I like it a lot. Where'd you go to high school at? Calisburg, Texas. Calisburg. When'd you graduate? 2016. Okay. I was trying to think if I'd, if I'd played you in basketball when I was in high school, but no, I didn't. No. You probably played, I don't know. Did y'all play Calisburg, Garrett? Garrett's off the mic. The only time was Bells, right? Mm-hmm. You went to Bells? I don't the I only you time. you were on the news. When they played Calisburg. Remember, y'all got blown out and you made a jump shot and it was on the news. Was that on Calisburg? Who was that? Blue Ridge. Blue Ridge. Oh, we played Blue Ridge. We beat them my senior year. And then they beat us because I was late to the second game. That's why they beat y'all? That's why I think they beat us. I'll come back <laughs> to that. But the, the first time we – the only time I remember playing Bells, I was a sophomore and it was my JV year. We played them in Bells and we beat them. But that's the only time I remember playing them. Then – we played Blue Ridge at a tournament. Um, I'm talking about Garrett and being on. The, Garrett wouldn't be on the news. What are you talking about? <laughs> they don't show. They don't show the twelfth man in rotation. That's he would be on the news. Look at was. this. Look at this guy. Look at this guy handing out water to his teams with great fast pace. It's not what he does. I mean, he just on, sits there on senior night when they let all the seniors start and actually play. <laughs> that's brutal um what other so hold on you played in the holiday tournament at bells in 2014 right no i never played in that oh you just said at bells no no i played against bells just it was just just one game that was oh, it okay. yeah the, the tournament that i was talking about was in Bowie, 
we played Blue Ridge twice in that tournament. Mm. We beat them the first time. We beat them very easily. I, I was there for the entire game. And then on Saturday, for the Saturday part of the tournament, long story short, I woke up late, and I was I made it to the second half, and we lost we lost in single digits, but we should have beat them. How many we points did you drop in the first game against them? Um, I want to hear this answer so bad. I didn't score as much as you think I did. I'm just I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering. Do you uh, I don't know, maybe ten to fifteen points. I can't remember. In the second game, I had nine points in the second half, but that's it. I think the most points I scored that I can remember in a game was like 13. But in high school... That's four times as much as Garrett scored his whole career. Crazy. (laughs) Well, this this might actually shock you, but in high school, I was a bench warmer. I believe you. I'm not being mean. I'm serious. No. I believe you. So, and... Man, I said I would never say this. a lot in common. <laughs> I, I tell people I talk about this in private all the time, but um, so you and Garrett have a lot. Of <laughs> I never said I. Would, I never wanted to say this publicly, but you know, a politics is the reason why I sat on the bench. In my opinion, I felt like politics, literally. You know, coach's, coaches. Son? Yeah, well, not that's necessarily coach's son, but the idea behind common. coach's son is the reason why I didn't play. In oh. my opinion. Never mind. Though. It wasn't necessarily the actual coach's son, but you know, rich kid gets to play before poor kid. That's just the way it is. Booster's parent are the yeah. the child of a booster. It's, you know, it's the same thing in Whitesboro. You've met my brother. That dude, I have. my brother is a ridiculous athlete, and he sat on the bench. So is my brother. Way too much. Your brother's not an athlete. <laughs> you know, my brother had an attitude problem, and that that did come back to bite him in the butt. But you know, your brother is more a athletic than athlete. I think with you know maybe a little bit more coddling from the coaches, which is what he needed, yeah. he, he would have been a lot more successful. But in my case, it was just couldn't get off the freaking bench. And so, when I did, I played well. So did you only play Story basketball? Story of Garrett's life. Only played basketball. Only played basketball. You had to run cross country, right? No, I didn't, didn't run cross country. Try. Should have. I should have ran cross country, but we, I didn't. They made us run cross country. Yeah, they didn't make us do that. So the coach that was there in middle school, um, and my freshman year, he made everyone run cross country who was in varsity. Mm-hmm. But after he left, it wasn't like that anymore. Well, all right. Garrett and Austin don't have that much in common. I thought just because he said they were bench warmers, I was like, oh, they're pretty much alike in high school yeah. career wise. He had a valid reason. He could score. He just didn't get to play. Yeah. He just did, he didn't get to play because he can't play. <laughs> I was really hoping you. I was really hoping you were going to say that you you weren't sure how many points you scored because I was going to go, oh, you're a hooper hooper. You don't keep no, track of your points. You no, just score. <laughs> no, the only time I – so um, the only – we played – it was like a summer league – or, well, it was a fall league game. So this is right – this was during 2015 summer – or 2015 fall league. So all the good basketball players, I guess, quote, unquote, the good basketball players, the guys who started and got to play more than me, they were all in football. Mm-hmm. So I was I was playing a lot in the fall league games. And I scored 37 in one game. Ooh, Tower Hero. I had 37, eight three-pointers, and I had – well, we, I think my team scored 55 to 57 points. Jeez. 37. 37 points. That's nice. It's more points than Garrett has scored playing yeah. basketball. I was on fire that day. Ever. <laughs> so um, – I'm going after Garrett all episodes. How is <laughs> – was it – was it Ka- – was it Callisburg or was it Whitesboro that whenever the Harlem Shake was real? Oh, it was Whitesboro. Whitesboro, you know Whitesboro, what I'm talking about? Whitesboro's Harlem Shake was amazing. Yeah. So The lob. Dude, it, oh, yeah, it was yeah, amazing. Yeah. So Whitesboro had their Harlem Shake, <laughs> and it was really good. Yeah. And then that literally was such a white people the next trend. day or the day after, it was a day or two later on the announcement in, in Callisburg, they said Whitesboro did one, and we can do better than them. So we did one. 
Yeah, like, it wasn't better. Another day. Like, we did it the next, the following week or something in it. I mean, it was okay. It was a lot of fun, but not nearly as good as Whitesboro's. Whitesboro's was way better. I... To me, they had the best one in this area that I can remember. Yeah, those was pretty cool. I'm, I'm not, I'm white. That's how I, he sat at the end of the bench whenever he played basketball. I'm, I'm not white, but I'm not, I'm, I, I'm white, but I'm not that white. So I did never like they, We did a Harlem shake, and it was so stupid. Yeah, but I mean, Whitesboro's basketball team was I cold. With that. They were freaking good that year. They, good lord. All right. Not you have sure. a strap now, though. Yeah. No, I, I've seen I, you at the gym. In, um, in high school, He's I a lot better than as you. well. <laughs> in high school i couldn't dribble as well and i wasn't nearly as a polished defender but now you know i'm way better at defense and i definitely dribble a lot better you want to see something terrifying but i could shoot back then oh god you want to see something scary yep here we go it's uh, about to happen i know i know it's about to i know it's about to happen yep you just you just look at this the whole time <laughs> oh <laughs> okay okay i okay. literally have a clamp award <laughs> okay okay that is clamp city yeah yep that's not a like a high accomplishment it says mvp on there I, I defensive think. yeah defensive mvp that's like being a bell's defensive mvp on the basketball team that in my senior year is like sword i'm looking for here it's like being it's like being the least, like the 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 least smelling turd in the bathroom. Like that's kind of what it's like. It's like, well, that one's not that bad. That one doesn't stink that bad. That's kind of what it is. Like you're you're not the worst turd. If it makes you feel any better, I was sitting, I was I was riding the bench, and I said at the time whenever we were started keeping uh, track of stats, I set three three of the three point records that we had in my school. It was mm. career percentage, um, career makes. Oh, and I can't remember the other one. It's like Hayden Johnson. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could, in high school, I was known for shooting, and that that's all I could do. Or, no, I shouldn't say that's all I could do, because I played for 3A basketball. I could do everything, but, you know, I mean, if you go to the 6A schools, I'm terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just like That's anybody. where I play. That's anybody who, you know, around this area. You know, you know who he kind of sounds like? Garrett and Aaron in high school, like a high school, like, in high, like, com- like literally comparable Tyler Vance, like, kind of play defense, not really. Like, can kind of dribble, not really. But he'll stand in the corner, and you leave him open. It's oh, it was that's three. That's wasn't, three. That's three. It wasn't even standing in the corner. Like when I was in high school. Well, Aaron's seen this. So whenever I, um, in high school, I, I could still do. It. Well, high school is when I started doing it. I'd bring the ball up the court after getting a rebound or something. I'd pull from the volleyball line. Every time, and I'd make it. Tyler. In high school, I was, I could pull it. I mean, I'd shoot from the volleyball line just spotting up. Mm. But Tyler was catch and shoot. Yeah, Tyler was strictly like yeah. catch and shoot most of the time. Yeah, I didn't move. And then another thing that developed is I move a lot better without the basketball now. It's not that I couldn't do it back then because I, you know, I knew how to play, for, you know, for three A basketball. But yeah, I'm definitely way better now. Hmm. So your favorite team is the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm not being negative at all. No, no, they are. They're I actually, my favorite team. So for I grew up, I grew up watching Peyton Manning he when was I was player. when I was eleven. When I was eleven, my mom got my, my, my mom married a guy from Indiana. He lived in Evansville. Yeah, that's my uh, dad's from Indiana, so that's kind of how that happened. Well, Evansville is like two hours from Indianapolis. Yeah. So for a year, had the I had a poster. I still have it. Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, Dwight Freeney, Adam Vinatieri, and uh, I think Dominic Rhodes or Joseph Adai was on it. 2006 or 2007 yeah, championship. It was, it was 2006. Uh, that was Adai, I believe. Yeah, it was Joseph yeah. Adai. Yeah, Rhodes, I, that, I think, was already gone. I had that poster. 
I, I liked the Colts. I actually, on my sports podcast, I've said Peyton Manning's the best quarterback of all time. Peyton Manning's the GOAT. Football is different from basketball when it comes to that conversation to me. I, whenever, out of the players that I've watched, especially the quarterback position, I agree with you. I think Peyton Manning's the best player I've ever seen. He's the smartest. Yeah, easily. You know, you put him in, I don't think he always had the best coaching. I do like Tony Dungy. I like Tony Dungy. But, Jim Caldwell. Um, uh, he was, I hated it. I hated Jim Caldwell, and I was like 10 years old, and was, I knew he was terrible. Uh, uh, Chuck Pagano. Yeah, Chuck Pagano. Yeah, Chuck Pagano. Was, I don't think he ever had Chuck Pagano, though. Chuck Pagano was, was Andrew he, Luck era. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember who he had in um, in Denver. Maybe Shanahan? Or No, no. It, was, it wasn't uh, Shanahan, was it? Who was it It in wasn't Denver? John Fox. No. I can't remember. It wasn't John. It was Gary Kubiak. Maybe. I think mean, it was Gary Kubiak. I don't know. It doesn't matter. If you, <laughs> you don't even know who we're Peyton, talking about. If we're being honest, if you have Peyton Manning, he is your offensive coordinator. He's your coach. Yeah, he he runs the game plans together. Yeah. And one of, the, one of the things that I like about watching Patrick Mahomes is he reminds me of Peyton Manning when he's at the line, the way he controls the game. To me, that's that's where ball games are won before just, the ball's even snapped. I just think I think it's interesting that um, – I'll say this and we'll, talk, we'll stop talking about sports, Aaron. I think it's interesting that Patrick Mahomes said that about midway through last year is when he was really able to read an NFL defense. Mm-hmm. Against Baltimore um, last week, they blitzed. I think they blitzed 17 times. Mm-hmm. They threw the ball. Every time that like, every single time Baltimore blitzed, Patrick Mahomes, if, even if it was a run, he audibled out of it, and he was 15 for 17, threw for like 190 yards, two touchdowns, and had 156.9 passer rating. That's it's like, And if you blitz Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, They're gonna kill you. Drew Brees, yep. they – dominate you because we've got an advantage somewhere because if you're bringing five if you're bringing six you got less less people back in 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 coverage i guess is 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 the way you would word it and in the super bowl if you watched the first three quarters san francisco was getting pressure with four Mm -hmm. and you can drop seven back yeah and if you can't get pressure with four on guys like Patrick Mahomes and Peyton Manning, they have all they will destroy you if you don't get pressure with four so and then when you blitz them well once they are able to read a defense, it took Patrick Mahomes about a year and a half. Peyton could read a defense out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll shred you. They will yep. kill you. Yep. And, and I think that's what all those guys have in common. That's what makes them so good. In, in his career against the Blitz, Peyton Manning was fantastic. Yeah, like I, 130 pass range. Like it's insane. Yeah. It's great against the Blitz. I agree. I know way too much about numbers. Analytic driven over here. Analytic driven. I just look at the numbers and then also trust my eyes. I mean, yeah. I know you have narratives there, and you're like, well, what what topic will make me look better and stuff like that? I just watch the game with my eyes, look at the numbers. What are you talking about? Analytically driven <laughs> over here. What, what are you talking <laughs> about? Analytically driven. Really? What am I talking about? <laughs> Who's the most clutch basketball player of all time? Are, you are we talking about stats or just who what? Is, who is the cl- – with your eyes, who is the – and with numbers, who's the most clutch basketball player of all time? Hey, Radio, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm radio, asking. quit yelling into the mic over there. I'm asking. I wish I was radio. Dude, I mean, so inspirational. It just depends. I mean, I, Michael Jordan's obviously one of them. LeBron is one of them. Whether people like it or not, LeBron is one of them. I know what you're going to say, and it's wrong. He's not. Whether, you okay. know. He's not. It dip, what does these clutch stats have? Because, you know, the thing that I always see is it's always like, go ahead. It, like, to me, if a team's up two, if your team's up two points. Or, it's still clutch. Or you're up three you're points. Two, and you hit a runner. Uh, off the backboard to go in to go up five points. I'm talking about the 2016 Game 6. Curry hit a bank shot on Serge Ibaka right now because mm-hmm. nobody talks about that being a clutch shot, which it's one of the clutchest shots I've seen. I mean, your your team was down 3-1. You go into Oklahoma City. Everybody's talking about Clay dropping 40. But Curry took over in the third quarter, and then he had 
I think, the game ceiling shot. To me, the, the, I don't think they count that in what you're talking about in clutch shots. A clutch shot is me, in the last. I think it's in, in the last minute and thirty seconds. Uh, it, it might be the last thirty. I think it's the last minute and thirty seconds. Game tying, tying or go ahead shots yeah. is what is defined as clutch. But that is true. That the, shot doesn't the count. The nail in the coffin yeah. is clutch as well. Yeah, that shot to so go up by five or the go analytics by six. that you're talking about doesn't include shots like that. So yeah. I don't but necessarily look at that. Yeah, you're right. You're but very I, analytically driven. But no, but I'm saying I said with your eyes. As well as taking analytics into account, who's the most clutch player of all time? It would probably be LeBron James if yeah, you're looking at the absolutely. stats. Absolutely, yeah. that's, that's who it is. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Playoff win shares. I love that number. You know why? Dude, I don't care. <laughs> because Michael Jordan, it's like thirty nine point eight. Tim Duncan's like thirty eight point four. Kareem Abdul Jabbar is like thirty six point one. LeBron James is fifty nine point eight. Hey, he's almost doubled Michael Jordan not, in not playoff win shares. Yeah, not that's t- insane. Say whatever you want about LeBron. He's <laughs> the clutchest player of all time. The only the most important player of all time. At the end of the day, the only stat that matters is winning the championship. And when it comes to analytics and percentages. Jordan is six and zero, one hundred percent, and we're talking about a player that is three and nine has the potential. He'll be four and ten this year. Okay, four and ten. He's gonna. He's I'll gonna. Take that. Said I'll four take four ten. championships. Well, he's gonna go four out of ten. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I'll take four championships. I think four. Well, four championships is really good. So I, based I on that, that logic, you think that Bill Russell's the greatest player of all time? No, I you don't think, think that. Robert Ory is better than Michael Jordan. He's got seven rings. That's not true. Well, what was he seven percent? I don't think like that. It's, I think he was seven percent. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm just saying. No, well, well, seven, well, so they lost in the whenever he was on the Lakers in 2002 to the uh, 2004. To the Pistons, yeah. The Pistons doesn't it's, about so your, seven for eight. it's about your body of work. Yeah. You have to take everything into account. Yeah. It, it's about championships. It's about individual accomplishments. It's talk, You have to talk about what you're seeing on the court, and stats also matter. I heard him say that earlier. It was terrifying. LeBron James says when he entered the bubble, all he was thinking about is the championship. He said, I've been more locked in than I've ever been in my entire career. That's so scary. Terrifying. We'll, we'll get to the NBA Finals in a minute. Terrifying. I don't know. Um. Who's the most clutch player of all time? Just say it. I mean, I, I don't I'm disagree. Going to go, with, I'm going to go with the Bean. Yeah, Kobe's very clutch. Yeah, I'm going I, with I'm, the Bean. I respect. I, you know, Kobe is easily one of those guys too. I'm going with the Bean. Was it Kobe? His his, his game winner against Phoenix. Or I haven't. He. Oh, that's gross. Until, over Dwayne Wade. Jordan, Until I Kobe. see a turnaround left-handed three-pointer from the corner <laughs> over the, the second-best shooting guard in the league at the time, Brandon Roy, to win the game. Not topping that. Brandon Roy was nasty. <laughs> You're not topping that. Not topping Imagine it. how scary the Portland Trailblazers would have been. If knees didn't explode, oh yeah, Brandon with Brandon Roy, Roy and Lamar- Greg Odin, well, wasn't Lamar- and LA didn't yeah. they have Lamarcus Aldridge on that team I think too? They drafted him a couple years later. I don't know. That yeah. would have been scary. That would have been scary. I agree. Greg Odin, Matthew was- Cross, answer it. Let's talk to him. What's up? You're alive. Mom was wondering. Oh yeah, I'm alive. Yeah, because all y'all's text messages come through email, not through my phone for some reason. Oh, Roy must have probably put the. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, Paloma's probably put some weird number in or something. I'll put your email in instead. Yeah, yeah, I'm alive. I'm recording yeah. right now. Okay, mom called me earlier and she said, "Have you heard from your brother?" I said, "Which one?" She said, "Aaron." I said, "I don't know." She, she said, "The unathletic one." You said, "Oh, Aaron." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm so alive. Like, yeah. So like, um, maybe he's dead. Yeah, I don't check my emails, and then I checked them this morning. And I had 37 emails from phone numbers because <laughs> someone doesn't know how to work a smartphone in 2020. Uh-huh. That's how old people are. But, yeah, I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, I was just wondering. All right. Cool. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Have fun. Bye. But Here's a topic for discussion I just thought of right now. You want to sit here and roast poor Garrett sitting off camera. Yeah. 
Not only are you the least decorated, there well, we go. You are the least talented of your brothers. That is true. That is that is true. Matthew's a disgusting bas- er, baseball player. John John, he's got more of a strap than you've ever had. He couldn't see half the time. He was almost blind. Then he got LASIKs or glasses or whatever. Now he's a monster. And he's jacked up. What do you got to say? I'm the best athlete in my family, which that's not saying much. The bar's very low. Yeah, it's like say you started beating your brother at like seven years yeah, old or something. Like seven, eight years old. I mean, that's not a very high bar to hit. Just you're so the you know. least at, you're the least decorated in your family. That's not good. He's taking it like a champ. Makes you feel any better. I'm like my my dad disagree and brother are both ridiculous How? athletes. With me. So. I can disagree with you. <clears throat> you're a better baseball player than Matthew. No. Now? Yes. No, no, no. I I'm talking baseball, so. I'm talking when you played. When I played? No. No. Matthew's a monster. Yeah, I, Matthew's a better baseball player than, than I was at that age, yeah. One hundred percent. And the sport you pride yourself on. I'm better than John John. No. Yeah. At basketball? I'm yeah. picking John John. I'm not. I've seen John John shoot and he couldn't even see then. John John. He is, ju- he you've told me he said, I just throw the ball at the orange thing. Yeah, that's he very couldn't true. Couldn't even see. John but that's the only thing John John can do. I'm just gonna interrupt here. You need to chill. Like be a little bit more respectful of Aaron's game. No. I don't respect <laughs> a little bit more no. respect. No. Long time. I do not respect Aaron's game at all. <sighs> If I lock in and actually play, Aaron would never score. And that's been proven. Fact. That's not no it hasn't. That's never been proven ever. He wouldn't get the ball up half court. If I actually picked him up full court, that wouldn't happen. I'm being serious. Are we talking about the same Aaron? Yes. I don't even think he'd have to do a dribble move. I feel like he could just turn his back towards you and just start dribbling into you. See, that's the thing. So I I feel like he could do that to me. That's the I don't ever do that to anybody. If I wanted to score on anyone, anyone, other than obviously like crazy athletes like NBA players, but normal right. people and below it, I score on you with my eyes closed in my left hand. Don't put yourself in my bracket, young man. <laughs> anyone that <laughs> – Garrett, there's a video that Kyler has of me doing the most last – like fucking lazy – hesitation move and you bit on it and I finished a layup. Then I dabbed on you like Cam Newton. <laughs> I didn't do anything. You were jumping around like Probably, Bugs Bunny. This is like 2016. If Aaron turned his back to me, if Aaron turned his back to me, I go one way, he thinks he's going the other way, he's going to spin off me. People like, do that like on like Mike, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's oh, T-Mac. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah. T-Mac. He turned, he down the ball, he turns around. I'd literally be looking at Aaron going, it's my ball. Was that T Mac or was it Allen Iverson? I think it's it was, T- Allen, it was, it was Allen, Allen Iverson. Iverson. Yeah. No, because he dunks and, and he Allen, dunks and Allen was, Iverson goes, How do he do that? Yeah, it was Allen, it was Allen Iverson. <laughs> I thought it was Allen it was Iverson, T-Mac. but no, I could tell. Yes. I'll have to look this up. I'm curious. I want to see who's right. If that's, no, he uh, played T Mac in the championship game. It had to be. He played AI. Vince Carter. Oh, it was Vince Carter. That's right. I know everything. <laughs> like Mike. It could have been T Mac. It really could have been. I, it's either one. Yeah, no, if I wanted to beat anybody, I could. Anybody. You know, if. If you're straight, just, if you're playing. Just like, just like you said, if I, if I wanted to turn my back to you and just literally back dribble all the way to the goal and then do that and score, I would. Mm-hmm. But I don't do that. If you're playing him straight up, though, like if, if, you're, face, if you're faced up on, on Kyler or really anyone, I feel like the defender has a better chance. Yeah. But if you – most of the – especially the people that we play, um, what do you call it, family fitness, yeah. most of the time whoever's guarding you – Turn your back to him. And yeah, three dribbles and you're in the paint. Yep, it just depends who's guarding you. I do whatever. The only I want. person I, that I can think of off the top of my head that you might not do well, two people, I guess, maybe Peyton. I don't know. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, and then um, what's his name? Bear. 
Yeah, I can't back down. I can't back down Bear. Yeah, Bear's strong as I all. can back down Peyton, but he's so tall and like tall and wide, I couldn't mm-hmm. really be able to do that. Yeah, but, but if Peyton's guarding me, I'm just going to face gonna, up. Well, even if you didn't face up on him, if you turn your back to him, all you have to do is you pound him first. Like you just try to dribble into him for like a second and then just spin off. Of yeah. Him and you're past him. And he's not recovering because yeah. by then you already have a foot in front of him. He's not getting around you. Yeah. He moves too slow. Sorry, Peyton. <laughs> uh, I have multiple ways to beat people. Just because I don't I was, use them doesn't, killing mean, shy. doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Kyler, if I wanted to beat you, I would. You got quiet over there. I'm trying to find this. I can't find it. Wait, yeah, I, was, I tried to find a stat on deal, clutch what, numbers, but I couldn't I, find it. See what I deal with daily. Aaron's not that good of a basketball player. <laughs> was like, whenever he was bringing up clutch numbers, I was doing the same thing he was. When I was sitting there looking at my phone, I swear I had a picture somewhere of clutch numbers, and Steph Curry's in the top was was in the top for that as well. Just out of, uh, I get no respect on this. Like podcast. It was like minimum Playing five basketball. Or something. It's ridiculous. Um, I'm I have Mar- my respect. It's okay. I'm talking about Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban at the gym, Family Fitness. No, if you need a clutch bucket. Call Mark Cuban. I'll get it. Oh, or call Mark Cuban. He has a strap too, yeah. <laughs> no one's Mark blocking Cuban. his shot. It's like Barack Obama. No one's blocking his shot. No one can block Mark Cuban's shot in the around here anyway. He's six Nobody, five. No, Nobody's, but they're but they're still gonna let him shoot. It's like, oh Jesus, this Mark Cuban. blocking Barack Obama because they don't want to get killed on Twitter. <laughs> oh, no, they don't want to get deported. Yeah. I don't feel like he I don't feel like he can guard Barack Obama anyway. The whole left will kill Barack. you. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he'd give you buckets. <clears throat> Probably. He's a, he's a hooper. I don't know about now. He's yeah, a hooper. 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 He's I don't a know. hooper. He's a hooper. I've only seen highlights of him. I don't really know. He's I don't, a hooper. Pay, I don't pay attention. <laughs> well, like I said, no one's going to contest his shot. Because it's like, man, yeah, if you, I block the president's shot, my my car's going to blow up when I start it. Like, just, I'm not messing with that. What if he got there. out there and he just started jawing at you? I'd leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm messing with Obama. Just, you kidding me? Just tell Obama that Trump is the greatest president of all time and you're in his head. Oh, no. What if it, what if it's the opposite? What if he it just backfires? Yeah. What if he just scorches you? And here's something else: if I walked out <laughs> onto the course and Donald Trump was out there, he's like, "Hey, <clears throat> trying to trying to play? Nope, you'll crush me." Talking about Donald Trump. I've seen Donald Trump swing with that fat ass. I'm not messing with that. <laughs> <laughs> He'd destroy me in golf. Donald Trump golfs every other day. He's a monster. Yeah, his swing's broken. <laughs> so is Charles Barkley. I mean, he still golfs. He's the president. I'm sure he's got plenty. Well, I should say could plenty go, of time. If I went out and golfed with Charles Barkley right now, no, I would win. You. He'd beat you. I would win. That's all they do. 100% I would win. They play probably golf like yeah. every other day, if not every one, day. Crush you. One, no, 100%. It's What's the, I think, what uh, YouTube, Dude Perfect did it. Mm-hmm. Old people just hit it straight. They yeah. don't hit it far. Yeah. I hit it far and straight. Hum, hum. What was that? Sometimes you were in Florida and you like looked down that guy after you hit that one shot. Yeah, yeah, I'm a monster. <laughs> anyway, um, so apparently Delonte West, he's homeless. Well, yeah, he's in, well, he's in rehab. Now. He's in rehab now. Um, apparently there there were people saying that if you drove into Dallas, like underneath the freeway and underneath different places, you could see him tweaking and also like holding up signs and stuff. And from what I heard, Mark Cuban saw him mm-hmm. and pulled over and was like, "Hey, D, like." Come on. And Mark Cuban got him off the street, said he would pay for his treatments in rehab, helped get him into rehab, and then he just kind of said, you know, it's up to his family and friends to help him get taken care of, but I'll pay for whatever needs to be paid for. Mm-hmm. That's t- I, I saw it today, and I was like, dang. That's kind of, I mean, I'm, I don't know how to say this nicely. I've, I've listened to Delonte West talk. He slept with LeBron's mom. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I've listened to Delonte West talk. 
and I'm 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 not surprised that you know he's a guy that kind of has slipped into this after his NBA career. I kind he of made, slipped he into made that. Twelve million dollars in his NBA career. Yep, now he's homeless. <laughs> in in all honesty, it's not a lot of money. It depends on where you live because of taxes dollars. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, twelve. I mean, if you live in Dallas, that's great. Yeah. To an NBA player, that's not a lot of money. No, yeah. I mean to to like to, to a person to a person who thinks they're going to be getting this money for the rest of. How long was he in the league? Eight years. Yeah, who thinks they're probably going to be in the league for the next five, six years after that? That's that's not a lot of money. Well, there was a thing that there was a thing that Mark Cuban, like a, a quote of Mark Cuban, he was like, "We'll get you know, we need to get his like finances and his spending under control." Obviously, if you're, and I don't know if he's actually homeless. It's just he's always on the street holding up signs, and there, you know, there's people saying that he's like messed up on stuff like I'm not going to use well I'll say cracked out but I don't know if that's what it was well, meth cost a lot of money well, I mean I don't know if his meth I mean it's yeah, have you seen pictures of him yeah I, I, I've seen I know what meth does to a body uh, I mean he he doesn't look great I've seen the when the cops pull him over and they have him handcuffed on the sidewalk he's jacked up on something he's not right Mountain Dew but shout out to Marky Mark Mark Cuban I feel like Mark Cuban's a pretty cool guy I've met him a couple you've met times. Him, so you've met him. He's, I mean, he's 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 one of the few guys that said like during the whole coronavirus shutdown originally in March that um, all of the workers that work at the AAC, you know, they're taken care of. Like I know yeah. where he goes as to play basketball. They, he invited me. I never got to play with him though. He don't want to. He'd crush you. Uh, he'd work me. I know he would. He's a shooter. But <laughs> um, he's he's got a whole NBA court to practice on. Yeah, yeah that's exciting. And he's got NBA trainers to help him. He's on TikTok daily of him roasting his son shooting was. But as far as like owners, like he was he was one of a of a small handful that were like, you know, I'll take care of the people that work for me and as long as they do a number a certain number of hours of community service, they'll have their salaries paid for and all that stuff. So he 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 does a good job of kind of being a humanitarian and taking care of the people that um, help him run his businesses and um, I think he's a, a good guy. I'm not just saying that because I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan. I think he's a good guy. And if he, I, I think as far as politics are concerned, if he ran, like he said a couple of years ago, if he ran for like as someone's vice president or something like that, that wouldn't be a horrible. That wouldn't be a bad choice. He, you could pick that much point, worse. Be the best basketball player president ever. I'd vote for him. Vice president. <laughs> I, I said vice president, not president. That. Well, either or. He wouldn't be the president. He'd be the vice president. In that in that bracket, presidential bracket, he'd be the best basketball I said the same president. thing about Trump, and he won. I mean, it just depends, because, you know, people in general, they like people who are really good at business, and mm-hmm. I think that's part of the reason why Trump won. And then on top of that, he doesn't care what you think. He'll literally say whatever he wants. And I think people in general like that. Uh, you know, I'm not necessarily saying I like everything that he says, but in general, most people do. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, instead, I just, of, instead of voting on stuff, you have to play Mark Cuban one-on-one whenever he becomes vice president. Oh if you God. win, it gets passed. If you lose, get your ass out the door. I mean, no, no one in politics would beat him. That's how, that's how it all happens. I don't know. Bernie Sanders has a strap. Bernie <laughs> yeah, Bernie Sanders does have a strap. Yeah, Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders can hoop. Danny, yeah, I actually haven't seen him. Bernie Sanders can hoop. When he was doing his uh, yeah, his, his tour, his or campaigning his or whatever campaign, in Chicago yeah. last year, uh-huh. he pulled up to uh, some random park yeah. and started playing with the kids out there. He's got to be like seventy years old. He is, but he can shoot. <laughs> they didn't like guard him hard or anything. Yeah, but every time they passed it to him, he crossed. He, he crosses somebody, breaks some ankles. He goes. 
Do you have health care? No, <laughs> I live in Chicago. That's why you need universal health care. And then knocks down the J. <laughs> Garrett, I figured you'd laugh at that. I wasn't listening. I'm, I'm very sorry. When Bernie pulls up in Chicago, he breaks somebody's ankles, asks them if they have health care. They say no. He goes, that's why you need universal health care. And then knocks it down. <laughs> he, he's a bucket. He's a bucket for funny. sure. <laughs> Bernie's a bucket. Mark Cuban is a... Now that I'm actually, He's the human torch. Now that I'm thinking about it, I've actually seen Bernie. Um, I've seen one video of him shooting a jump shot, and he made it. Yep. I don't remember He's a any of the context behind it, but I do remember one video. He's a bucket. You don't need context. Bucket. Bucket. <laughs> Did it go in? Bucket. I mean, that's the, that's the same thing with all the Kobe shots. Did it go in? Bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Did he yell Kobe? I, I guarantee you he yelled his own name when he took some of those shots. Kobe! So. <laughs> That'd be insane. You're so good, you yell your own name. It's not enough that all the kids across America, when they shoot a, a piece of trash in their in their third period class in a trash can, they yell your name. You have to yell it. Man, too. we were in elementary school. Kobe. We were in elementary school. We'd go up to the trash can. We'd get in trouble for going up to. The, we wouldn't go all the way up to the trash mm-hmm. can. We would do like a turnaround fadeaway and yeah. yell Kobe. And we get we got in trouble all the time for my that stuff. English teacher, my freshman year at Sherman High School, Mr. Cross. Surprise! No relation. Any relation. relation. No relation. Um, he's a he was a huge basketball fan. So um, if you played basketball and you were in his class, mm, you've told me this. You could uh, a teacher like this. You could throw like you could shoot your paper across the room wherever you were sitting into the trash can. But if you missed, he would tell your coach, and that's just that's one suicide you have to run. Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't. We had a middle school teacher or middle school coach who was like that. I don't remember who it was. I think it may have been my seventh grade year, Coach Baker. I think is who I made one hundred percent of my shots. <laughs> <laughs> I also sat this far away from the trash can, so it was cool. It was easy. Yep. You're a close range shooter. Uh, okay. <laughs> anything, anything outside the paint, we're not worried about it. There yeah, you go. Uh, so I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, you need to tell me. him about your side step. Your side step on. Uh, I'm a. Dylan. I'm a clutch shooter. I don't. I disagree. I'm a clutch shooter. I I'll, I'll go I'll touch the ball zero times a whole game, which I find very disrespectful. Being that on that court at Family Fitness, I'm one of the better players that play there. I, I find it very disrespectful that I don't touch the ball. We're down two. They need one point to win. I somehow just managed to get the ball in my hand. I don't know how I ended up with it. Two dribbles, very Dame Dollar esque. Sidestep to the right. Three-pointer counts as two at this gym that we play at. Tied it up. I'm a clutch shooter. Speaking of Dame, Steph is better. I wish I believed you. <laughs> he was there. He I'm was, just kidding. He was standing right so, in the corner. He he was calling for it, and I put my hand up, and I went. <laughs> and I said, go to work, go to work, go to work. <laughs> so as far as basketball, um, as we record this, uh, the NBA Finals game one is tonight. What is everyone's predictions? Gary, you can hop in on this too if you want. What's everybody's prediction? I'm going to interrupt. I want Aaron to go first because I'm very curious to what he has to say. Well, I take that back. I actually want you to go first, and then I want to go second, and then Aaron going third because I feel like Aaron's probably going to be more in the middle. All right. We'll you're going to say Miami. We'll see. We'll yeah, see you're what going you say. Miami. I already know you're going Miami I, I, because you'll say Jimmy Butler and LeBron James. I like that matchup, and they have no, no way they can match up with Bam Adebayo because he's well, different about, than Anthony Davis. I I I know what you're going to say. You talk, and, and they're then, deeper than the Lakers. The Lakers are top heavy. I know what you're going to say because I've heard the argument already. We'll see. I'm going to go with the Lakers in five. Um, that's what. No, I'm gonna go with the Lakers in five because every single series has been the same. You have Damian Lillard, and then a lot of depth. Yep. 
and they can't match up being top-heavy. The Lakers lose the first game of the series because kind of the feeling-out game destroy you. Mm-hmm. Then Houston, you got James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and then you're pretty deep, but you can't check LeBron, you can't check Anthony Davis. They win game one, never win again. Then you've got the Denver Nuggets. Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and they're pretty deep. They're deeper than the Lakers. Every team they play has been deeper than them. And they lose game three, and that's the only game they lose. They win win the series 4-1. Miami's this. I mean, as far as when you look at the teams and look at the series and the matchups, first off, the conversation that the Lakers have had an easy pass to the finals, that's ridiculous. It's just LeBron hate. Just like, well, he was in the Eastern Conference. It was easy. Really, the Pacers teams were really, really easy in 2011, 12, and 13. Those were teams that could have won championships but didn't because they ran into LeBron. Those were teams that could have won a championship. This Denver Nuggets team, they could potentially win a championship in the next three years. Dallas could win a championship within the next three years if they run into the Lakers, even next year with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Don't know if they get by them because you don't have anybody that can check both those guys. And when LeBron goes off the court and Anthony Davis goes off the court, they usually have a lead, and that dwindles because they're not very deep. And then you put them back in late in the third quarter or early in the fourth, let them play out the rest of the game. And that's why games are close, if that makes any sense. If the Lakers were deep, I don't think they would have lost. I'm being honest. If the Lakers were deeper and had better shooters, they're the worst shooting team in the NBA. Mm -hmm. If they were deeper, statistically, the worst shooting team, worst three-point shooting team in the NBA, if they were deeper, I don't think they would be on the same same level as the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, Lakers, and they wouldn't have lost a game until the NBA Finals against the Sixers. That's what I see this team as. They're so top-heavy, but they're not deep. So they, you know, they'll give up a game or two. They'll give up the fill out game being game one, or they they'll they'll give up the rest game being game three. Mm-hmm. You're up two zero. You're up two zero. If you drop a game, it's in the bubble. It's not a big deal. It's really not. When you're the better team, you got the better players. You got the two better players. And when you list the top ten players in the series of in, against, I mean, in all the series the Lakers have played, who's number one? Who's number two? It's been LeBron, Anthony Davis. Yep. Then Damian Lillard. Then James Harden. I'm saying in the series, the whole series throughout, you could make a case for two and three with James Harden and Anthony Davis. But Anthony Davis was better than Nikola Jokic, and Jokic played very well. Anthony Davis was better than Damian Lillard, and Damian Lillard played very well. And he was better than... He was on, on the same page as James Harden. Pretty close. But they've had the best two players in every single series. And in this series, the best player is LeBron. The second best player is Anthony Davis. The third... Is going to be Jimmy Butler, and then you've got four, five, six, seven. They're all going to be Miami Heat players. But at that point, I don't feel like it matters. That and, and I just I think we're going to see the same thing that we've seen the first three series. The Lakers will drop game one or they'll drop game three, kind of either our feel out game or the rest game, and they'll win in five. And LeBron will win the MVP. I think he'll turn. He'll really turn it up in game four and game five have a 40-point triple-double or a high 30-point triple-double like he did in Game 5 against the Nuggets to close it out 38-16-10. I know my numbers. I think that's I think that's what we're going to see. But you could make the case, and I wouldn't disagree with you, saying it could go to 6 or potentially 7 because of depth and because of matchups. Mm-hmm. But I don't think LeBron's going to come off the court that much because you've had three months to rest from March to June, or March to late July. You've had four months to rest, or three months to rest. And like Garrett showed me, sitting right here, and I've already heard, 
He says, I'm more locked in right now than I've ever been in my career. That's terrifying, and I watched him average a triple-double in the finals, and I've watched Andre Iguodala win the finals MVP because he didn't allow LeBron to average 40 Steph a game. should have won that MVP. I don't care what you say. Steph should he LeBron averaged should 20. have won that MVP, and they lost. Nah, I'd listen to that. Yeah. I'd listen so, to that. You, you gave the MVP to the guy that didn't let LeBron drop 40 a game. So if he's more locked in than that, it's a five-game series. So the floor is all yours. Match match that. Now, I do like Bam Adebayo, though. No, and so they're very deep. You mentioned it. and Out of the three teams, so you had the Blazers, the Rockets, and Denver. Mm-hmm. Okay, Out of those three teams, none of those guys had two guys who can check their best player, like you said. like Nobody was checking LeBron out of those three teams, and nobody was, check, was checking Anthony Davis. I think we all might agree with that. Maybe Jokic and Jokic, Jokic not a good defender, but Jokic and Anthony Davis. I watched on the offense. They end. they went they went back and forth. It was a very good big man battle. But I mean I mean more on the offense on the defensive end. end of the floor. No, no one. Yeah, it's like nobody's him. checking uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis on the offensive end. When they're on offense, nobody is checking them. I think the difference between Miami and those three other teams right now, whenever I look at their roster, is they have two guys. Well, they have multiple guys, but. Um, you know, the Heat have several people who can check both of those players. Bam, I think, can check Anthony Davis. I think Anthony Davis is going to have his worst series of the playoffs. He's still going to put up big numbers. I, I, I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah. He's still going to put up big numbers because he's Anthony Davis. It's, it is what it is. Now, what I find really curious is how are they going to, how they're going to guard LeBron because you have three guys who they can throw at him between Jay Crowder, Jimmy Butler, and Andre Iguodala. I'm very curious to see that matchup. Let me say this. I liked... I, I was very disappointed when Jay Crowder was traded in the Rondo trade and you mm-hmm. got back Dwight Powell, who's the oh, only man. guy that's stuck in that trade, yeah. Dwight Powell and Rondo. Yep. And then you traded away Jay Crowder. Uh, who else is in that trade? It was a, it was a couple guys. I think Shane Larkin. Uh, Jay Crowder, Shane Larkin, and somebody else. I was really upset when they traded uh, Jay Crowder. He's good. Yeah, I, like I Jay really Crowder, like Jay Crowder. But Dwight Powell's the only guy that's stuck in that trade that's still with the Which team. Which I like Dwight Powell, too. Jay Crowder's a good defensive player. He's a He is... He reminds me of Robert Covington in a way, a three and D guy, a bit smaller, he'll guard your best yeah. player, and he he can shoot the corner three. I like Jay Crowder. So to me, the for the Heat to win this series, to me, it's going to come down to them making perimeter shots. For me, if they can make perimeter shots, which like you said, the Lakers are not a good perimeter team. I mean, the only two they have a couple guys who can shoot, like between Danny Green and I mean, he's a little inconsistent, but he can shoot. Rondo's shooting really good right now, yeah, it's though. Weird. It's really weird. But Anthony Davis can shoot too. But it's really going to come down to me who hits more perimeter shots. Right now, I'm going to say Lakers and six. But if it goes seven, I'm taking Miami. Okay. I think I think the game Miami wins, they hit like 16, 17 threes in it, mm-hmm. and they and I th- I think the one game they win is because they just blow the Lakers away from from yep. the three point line. That's what I mean, that's and that's the only game I think they win. But. Um, I do like how Miami, and I, I said this, was it on the sports podcast or was it on this one, where I talked about um, if you told me before it happened, there's going to be a pandemic, the league's going to shut down for, I don't know, three and a half to four months, and just looking at the team's presidents and the team's head coaches, you got to give me a team that is going to surprise everybody and be in the NBA Finals. Pat Riley and Eric Spolster is probably the one I pick. And I, I know now you can say that. Like, well, like, well, they're in the finals now, so that makes sense. I'm just saying, I think Eric Spolster's a great coach. I Pat agree. Riley's amazing. He's always been amazing. And as far as adapting and as, as, as far as getting the most out of their talent, tell me another coaching staff in the NBA besides Brad Stevens 
and maybe, maybe, uh, oh, what's his name? Maybe Quinn Snyder that can get more out of younger players than Eric Spolster. Tyler Harrow, undrafted. Duncan Robinson, undrafted. Kendrick Nunn, second-round pick who was second in rookie of the year voting. They have a lot of young players that they have gotten to really, really develop quickly and really play well in the playoffs. you got to bring up the guy from, uh, I'm forgetting his name, but from the Raptors. I think he's part of the conversation. Pascal? No, no, no. Oh, Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse, yeah. Nick Nurse is there. Getting young players to play well above what they need to be doing at their age and at their experience in the NBA. um, I've never seen young players play at such a high level like Miami's like role players have. Oh, I agree. As far with that. as like I said, Tyler Harrow, Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo, Eric, Eric they, Spolstra doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, I, like I agree Eric with Spolstra. that. Which I got into a Twitter battle a long time ago with a buddy of mine about Eric Spolstra because he does not like Eric Spolstra. He doesn't think he's that good. But anyway, oh, this is this was my bracket before the series before the before the playoffs started. I picked the Heat, or I picked the Heat to go to the Eastern um, Conference Finals and lose, and I picked the Raptors. the Raptors to win. But you know. That's not bad. Which, you know, the Raptors, they kind of shocked me. I didn't I didn't expect them to play that poorly down the stretches of games. But I picked, I the, actually, heat to go, I picked the Heat to go to the Answer Conference Finals. So and Garrett, they went one step further. Which, Garrett knows. I like to toot my own horn when I can. Mm-hmm. I actually, on the 100th episode, don't roll your eyes, Aaron. On the 100th episode, Colton Thompson and I are talking. Mm-hmm. And I said, Miami's a team that could probably surprise some people as yeah. a four seed they can they, they can be me. pretty deep yeah they can make it pretty deep in the playoffs i didn't expect them to get the finals that didn't but shock me i figured they would lose to boston that's who after, i thought would beat them after but, toronto lost i thought miami was going to the finals which aaron and i talked about that at the gym i thought miami was the better team aaron <clears throat> especially after making the trade for Equidala and jay crowder those are two pieces that you know it's it, it elevated them to a level that put them in the nba finals i think if without those two guys they're not nearly as good it's just my opinion. Aaron, you be What's quiet. Up? Go ahead. I got Lakers in seven. Lakers in seven. Yep. It's interesting. Everybody's got Lakers. I got Lakers in seven. I wouldn't be surprised if the Miami Heat won in seven, though. If it makes it. If it goes close. seven, I'm taking Miami. I think it's close. I, I think, don't. I do. I do. Miami's a much meaner team. Than all the other teams before that, I agree. Miami's a team that they all play like Jimmy Butler. Which is scary. Which is mean. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's scary. They're well, all... it's 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 a young. Well, here's here's what I'm getting at about young players. It's a bunch of young players who have not necessarily fallen in line, but have bought in to the veterans' culture. And the veteran is Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Well, it's not that they bought in. Tyler Hero at Kentucky was mm. is a lot like JJ Redick at Duke, just a or Grayson Allen at Duke, the bad boy of the team. That's Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that he bought into it. He was already there. They're like me at Bells, the bad boy of the team. Yeah, sure. Jay Crowder. You see that? Jay Crowder. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> the I'm bad gonna boy throw, of the team. I'm going to throw that plaque outside. <laughs> we'll put that next to Michael. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, no, I got I got the Lakers in seven. That's tough. Do you know why I put that next to Michael? Because that Defensive Player of the Year award is a lot like Michael. We can both lock kids up. Okay. I mean, the thing is, is you know, okay. the last five, it really, if you can keep – let's assuming that all most of these games go close. I think Miami wins the first two games, though. Really? I That's think interesting. If, I think if Miami wins a game, they win because they hit a lot of threes and they win game one or game three. Yeah. That's the game they win. Game one or game three. Nope. The feel-out game or the rest game. Nope. That's what I think. They win, they win tonight. Game one. And they win Friday. Game two, mm-hmm. that's interesting. They're they're meaner than the Lakers. They they are. Meaner. And hold on, we're the also intang- the intangibles of of this series 
are what hitting three point shots and the Miami Heat are meaner. They're the what's Skip Bayless? the dog in them. Yeah. To me, it really comes down – if you can keep the game close, Miami has, I feel like, a really, really good chance of winning the series. And the reason why I say that is because the last five people that are on the court – I mean, you have Bam matching up with Anthony Davis. You're going to have – Equidal is going to be on the court. Um, Jay Crowder is going to be on the court. Goran Dragic is going to be on the court. And most likely, Tyler Hero. I don't like That's the a Iggy. lot of perimeter shooting. I don't like the Iggy conversation you don't at like- all. We've watched Iggy match up against LeBron. And he won an MVP because he didn't let him average 40 points a game. What happened in the last two minutes of Game 3? I don't remember. In Which the 2017 one? NBA Finals. Oh, you're talking about 15. I was the Warriors, say. Oh, I like that one. The Warriors were right, up 16. 2-0. 16. LeBron got the ball in the corner, and Iguodala stripped him. You know, maybe Iguodala doesn't lock him up for the first 46 minutes, but in the last two minutes, Iguodala is one of the best defenders I've ever seen. He makes oh, he really makes defensive he makes defensive plays down the stretch, but, and that's what that entire Miami team does. Between Bam, he makes defensive plays. Jimmy makes play. They just they make they have so many guys on their team that make winning plays in the last two minutes. And I think that Miami has an advantage in the last two minutes of a game. But how has Iggy aged from the last from four years ago from how LeBron's aged four years ago? Oh, LeBron like, looks the same. It is completely different. Yeah, but at the looks same the time, same. he's at a the different same, animal. At the same time, I mean, you bring up LeBron not playing for three months, but Iguodala didn't play for six months. That is true. That is true. But that can be you could say rust there. Where as far as three months, it's just an old body that needs to rest. Yeah, maybe. I mean, and and hit four and, threes in game six in, against in, Boston. Though. In the in the eight <laughs> games going into playoffs, LeBron didn't play well. Because you gotta get some rust off. That's a long. That's a long time to not play. Hey, I I picked the Lakers to win. Yeah. But yeah. I I think the Lakers are the safer bet. Yeah. And and that's what I was telling him earlier. My my brain and what I would bet money on is the Lakers. Lakers. My heart is telling me the Heat are gonna win. Well, I, I'm getting. They're giving me 2011 Mavericks vibes. That's scary. I'm serious. <laughs> that's scary. And I'm not just saying the house that. Was a fourth seed too, weren't they? Was, they weren't. They Miami weren't a high seed. Five. I think Mavericks Miami's, were probably Miami's five. Miami's five. Dallas was four. They're giving me that feeling. I, I really, really like Miami's chances in the series. Now, if, I would like to see Jimmy Butler get a ring. I'm so torn, and, and you know, I'm glad you said that because it's so Jimmy Butler esque to come in and ruin the narrative of the Lakers winning a championship. Yeah, that's for so freaking true. Kobe. That's that is so, true. so Jimmy Butler. Yeah, it's got Jimmy that. Butler written all well, over it. We're saying all this barring injury, like like not like not barring. Right. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, because that me because too. when I, I like I said, I'm knocking on wood. Hopefully, this does not happen. Anthony Davis has been way too healthy. And I and, agree with that. And unfortunately, when, when LeBron goes to the finals, what happens? Somewhere in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. Kyrie. Kevin Love. Um, if everyone stays healthy, Dwayne Wade was not was not healthy in 2014 against San Antonio. Yeah, he, he was wasn't. not healthy. He wasn't. I so agree. that's what happens to LeBron is his sidekick, his number one or his number two or number three, mm-hmm. they get hurt. Mm-hmm. And Andy Davis is a guy that's had an injury history. Yep. So I'm saying all this assuming that Andy Davis continues to be healthy. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt. God forbid LeBron gets the injury that he had last year, like the the you know a reoccurring injury. That'd be horrible. They'd get destroyed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if they didn't have LeBron, they would. Yeah, get I'm still taking the Lakers. Yeah, I got Lakers in seven. Lakers in six, but if it goes seven, I'm taking Miami. I'm going Lakers in five, and I'm being generous when I say Lakers. In you five. know, I wouldn't be surprised. And at the same time, it depends. I wouldn't be surprised if Miami wins in six. You're an idiot. I wouldn't. I would, <laughs> You're an I would, idiot. It depends. I wouldn't be. You You're know, so stupid. If every, I wouldn't be. If everybody, but if everybody stays healthy, this is probably going to be the best final. I think it has Garrett, the potential to be the best finals we've seen in Come give your opinion. Years. I have to pee. Do you want my opinion? Your opinion. You need to introduce yourself. I'll, I'll introduce him. Welcome to the, uh, I don't know what episode number this is. 
What's up, Michelin man? 111. Well, Am I maybe. right? No, maybe 112. Maybe something. I'm like that. really close. What's up, everybody? Um, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. I, I like the point of. I actually disagree with the point of Lakers in six, Miami in seven. I feel the exact opposite. I feel like Miami really? in six. If it gets to seven, I feel like that's the point where. LeBron says, I'm going to go Superman. I'm going to take the ball every single possession. I'm going to either find a good shot for somebody else or I'm going to take it myself. And I'm either going to score or I'm going to get fouled because that's what happens to LeBron in big games. 113. I was really close. I do agree with that. That's a good point because LeBron, you know, it's like we were talking about before we even turned the podcast on. LeBron is a clutch clutch basketball player. Yeah. He uh, really is. You really can't. and, And I don't know LeBron's record in game seven, but like... Just as a as a fan, like if there's any player I I could say I just never want to play against in a game seven, like I never want the Mavs to play against in a game seven ever again. It's LeBron because he just turns into a different player. Yeah, like, he just turns into a different person. Yeah, he's he's not human anymore. Like he's just like th- there's only one goal and it's just like winning. I mean, between the four best players in the series, which it's easily Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo, the only person who's played in a game seven. Um, in the NBA Finals is LeBron. And I think that does give him an advantage if it does go game seven. That's a good point. I agree with that. And I mean, there's the thing of experience, like experience, lack of experience, for better uh, words, has not hurt teams in the bubble. Like the Miami Heat have a lot of these young players. Like Tyler Hero, because he's playing really well. The Denver Nuggets, a lot of young players didn't hurt them. Mm -hmm. Part of that's because there's no home court advantage. Part of that is because there's no fans. Um, I also think part of it is because the, the bubble environment... These guys, fresh out of college, fresh out of wherever, G League or whatever, these guys that are fresh out of college, where were they staying in college? They're staying in dorms. Mm-hmm. They're staying in, like, you know, they're at the same place for months at a time. A lot of these guys just don't leave the room. They play video games. They go to class. Then they go play basketball. Like, that's not much of a different environment from the bubble. Like, these older, these 28, 30, 35-year-old guys, these they, they have families at home. Like, they're, they're tied to them. Like, they're like, oh... You know, finally, finally their families are back. But, like, being in the bubble for so long, it's such a different environment, and I'm sure it's messed up their routine a lot. And the young guys, they no, don't no, that's have... George Paul. <laughs> George Paul. That's Play just it. that's just, that's just pandemic P. Way off B. Normal. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, it hasn't... I don't think it's affected these young guys because they're so used to just, you know, floating around everywhere, being able to play anywhere, everywhere. Um, and especially because there's no, no home court advantage like yeah obviously they say the thing about the the shooters being able to shoot better because you're not looking far back in the, the stands depth your depth perception is yeah. better but i think the the elimination of the crowd has been so huge because it's it's such a, a momentum and like i agree with that so much i said that before the before the bubble even came back that's what i was complaining about exactly and like people say it's like home court advantage but like that's just, it happens to like the home team too like your own crowd can hurt you because if if the momentum starts swinging against you, and all of a sudden you feel like the the air has been sucked out of this building. Yep. Like that can hurt you just as much. So I it's agree. like, I think that's what's contributed to a lot of the like closer games and and the Heat and the Celtics series was some of the best games that we've seen. Mm-hmm. But if I had to give an X factor for the NBA Finals, it is the Miami Heat one because <laughs> it is it is not LeBron. The X factor for the NBA Finals, you're gonna say I'm crazy. It's the Heat's ability to offensive rebound. And the Lakers getting out in transition. Because Anthony Davis is not a guy that gets a lot of rebounds. He's not. Past couple games, he hasn't gotten a rebound until the third, fourth quarter. That's why they play Dwight and JaVale. Exactly. So 
that's what you have Dwight and JaVale for. The problem is the Heat blitz you with everything they got on the offensive rebound because they just don't stop playing on the offensive end of the floor. Like, look at those games with Boston. A lot of those fourth quarters were owned by the Heat missing a shot and then Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson, these guys that are not great rebounders, they'll just go up, tip the ball up, and then all of a sudden, Dwight, or not Dwight, but... Um, Bam. But um, Bam, who's the, who the bigs in the Celtics series? Cantor? Daniel Tice. Tice. Tice yeah. So, like, Tice goes up. Tyler Hero tips it up so he can't grab it while it's up. While he's down, then the Heat, Bam Adebayo goes up, tips it out. Now you have the ball back. And they, they there was a, a possession in, like, I think it was game six or game five of the Celtics series. They got four or five shots. They missed them all. But by the time they got back down, the, the Celtics were so exhausted mm-hmm. from trying to play defense they didn't score either. Not to mention losing time on the clock. Exactly. That's what makes Miami similar to Golden State in a sense because they have two guys who can really shoot the ball and move without the ball. And I think that's part of the reason why they get so many offensive rebounds. Yeah. They're not necessarily. players are just scrambling. There's all there's yeah. all this movement. So it's not like you got three guys moving around the perimeter and you got two guys down low. Like the people that are down low could be your smallest guys. And they're not going to just run back on defense like a lot of these other teams. Mm-hmm. They're going to go up and try to get that rebound. And that's a, a mentality that's like, so unique to Miami it's like they play a hundred percent on like every possession and it's so cliche but like it they do like yeah they they never stop playing and yep. and part of it's because they're young like you know um they just they have fresh legs seemingly all the time they just never you know they're the energizer bunny of a team yep. what? I couldn't couldn't agree more so that's why I say if it ends in six, I'm going to go with Miami. If it makes it to game seven, that's LeBron's time. I like that we had someone here who favored Miami because when I was driving, I've been thinking about this for the last two or three days, and even driving on the way over here, I was like, man, I really, really want to pick Miami. I really do. But I'm ha- I, I just have a really hard time betting against LeBron James. I just... I can't. I can't bet against him. I don't. The safe I want bet. to. I don't want. I do not want LeBron or the Lakers to win. For I'm torn too many on reasons. that. I'm torn on, I'm on who I want to win because because I want Jimmy. But I want Jimmy. But yeah, exactly. It's either Lakers, way. It's a great story too. The Lakers. The Lakers winning would be great because of the Kobe stuff, and then you know Jimmy Butler getting his first championship with, in the fashion that they did it would be great. Given all the hate that Jimmy Butler got after he went to Miami, people were killing him, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I was. I questioned him going to Miami. I never did so publicly, or I never killed him because you know he's he can make whatever decision he wants. He's a freaking free agent. But at the same time, I was kind of questioning that move and that it really, really worked out for him because at the time I hadn't watched enough Bam to know any better. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, nobody knew that Bam was going to be this type of player. Yeah. This year, which um, you know, Bam is. <laughs> Bam is the evolution of basketball right now whenever I'm watching him. To me, he reminds me so much of Draymond Green, except he's better. He's a better version of Draymond Green. He can shoot a little 15-foot jump shot. He can rebound for you. He can guard multiple positions. He can, They run their offense through him and Jimmy Butler. They, they like to get in that high post action, and that's why they remind me of Golden State because that's what Golden State does. They, they'll get the ball in the high post, and they, they use their guys to run off that because they have, you know, Stephen Clay, Tyler Hero, and – um, Duncan Robinson, they'll run off screens and move the ball out of the high post, and it really works out well for them. I think that's part of the reason why they're winning. And then, like you said, offensive rebounds, and then they play really hard. Yeah. And good defense, all that good stuff. And, like, that that was the thing that I was thinking about the offensive rebounds. It's like – because, like, it's a double-edged sword. Like, you go hard for offensive rebounds and you don't get it. Like, the Lakers are great at running in transition. So, it's like 
It's yeah. just going to come down to when the Heat are hustling for that ball, who gets it? If they don't get it, the Lakers are going to run in transition. It's almost a guaranteed bucket. Mm-hmm. If you do get it, like th- these Lakers players that are leaking out, that's one less person that's back. You know, that's an open three for Duncan Robinson. That's an open three for Tyler Hero. Yep. You know, that's a that's a drive to the bucket for Bam. And Bam is like Bam is so it's he's just the, such a he goes so against the typical archetype for star player this day and age. Can't shoot the three ball like doesn't handle the ball great for like a big he, he's like a, a almost prototypical like big man like he 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 grabs rebounds he goes in the post he's a good defender he sets screens he can shoot the mid-range shot a little bit but if there's just something about bam out of bio and the way that he moves in the post and it's like you just can't help but not to foul him like you just can't because like he just has a way of getting to the basket and putting himself his body in a position that if you don't foul him, he's going to score. It's And that's part of that's coaching. I think the coaches, and, you know, Kyler and I were saying we like Spo. I think part of it's coaching. I think they do. I think coach uh, the coach does a really good job of telling him what position to be in. And I think that's part of the reason why they make winning plays is because of good coaching and because they just, you know, they. I think they figured out, you know, I need to be here during this time. And I think, you know, from there, it, they make winning plays. Yeah, and and that's great coaching as well. It speaks mm-hmm. to the fact that it's a young team because mm-hmm. a lot of times an older team like LeBron, you know, and no um, no discredit to Vogel, but you know LeBron and AD are kind of at a point in their career where they kind of know what's happening. It's it's not like they're coaching themselves, but yeah. they can kind of lead the team and, and they understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. But a, a lot of these younger players that like haven't been there, like Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. These are guys that need to be like reminded of little things like X and O's. X and O's. How many timeouts do we have left? Like just keep them in the moment where like they're thinking about just making a play. Eric Spolster is like, okay, here's how we're gonna do it. Like mm-hmm. I know that you guys are in it. Like I know that you guys are passionate 100. percent You're gonna go out there and give me everything physical you have. Let me fix your mental. Let me get your mental right before you go out on the court. Mm-hmm. And it's so important. Like if you're a young team, you need a great coach. The Miami Heat have it. Um, and I think if if it gets to six, I think. Uh, he take it in six. If it gets to seven, I'm going with LeBron. It's going to be a good series. I hope it's going to be a really good series, and I hope everyone stays healthy. Um, that's what I really want, just a healthy series. Everyone, nobody to get hurt. I hope There's Kyler been... stays healthy after we head out to the court and I snap his ankles in half. <laughs> hey, hey, don't forget that plaque behind you. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh. Do we do we have time to talk about the presidential debate at all? No. I mean, you don't want to touch on it at all. We can. Yeah, let's talk about it for you a minute. You want to real fast? Yeah, sure. yeah we can cover so it. We already covered the last time, but we roasted Garrett in the beginning. Yep. That was an interesting. I actually lost the take done. about the offensive rebounds, but yeah. that can that can come back and bite you, like you're saying about the Lakers get out in transition. Yep. You let, you let one guy leak out. You got four guys in the paint, and you don't get the rebound. Lakers are running up the sidelines, and, and you've got. You got runners. You're out in transition. Yeah, and they got Rondo and LeBron, and those guys, especially in transition with the ball in their hands, they're so freaking good. And do you remember LeBron's nickname early in Miami? Air Freight? I actually don't even remember that. Air Freight? Uh-uh. You can't stop him when he's he's a locomotive. I do when agree he's, with when that. He's going down yeah. the, when he's coming down the tracks, you can't stop him. You can't contain him. Jason so Terry fast break. Yeah, Jason Terry knows. Huh? So fast break. <laughs> if, if, if he gets out in transition, you got four guys back, trying to offensive rebound. You got one guy back. Just move. Uh, You'll if, be on a poster. If, if, the Heat had JJ in LA. Br- if the Heat had JJ Brea, he'd lock LeBron up. <laughs> 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 wow. 
Oh, that was a group effort. Sean Marion, Deshaun Stevenson. I agree. Um, I agree. Tyson Chandler uh, in the middle. So did y'all watch the presidential debate at all? I didn't watch it the night of. I watched it all day today. I, c- I can't watch it all at once. It's too hard to watch all at once. I got to watch it, it in like small. In, in between games at the gym last night, I had it on. I was watching it in between yeah. games. What are y'all's takeaways from It's it? so funny. I agree. It, it's hilarious. It's comedy. Yep. I was so annoyed watching it. I agree with that too. I was annoyed watching it too, but I, I like to look at things more from a humor side. Mm-hmm. And just I listening do, just but... listening to the mediator go, let him talk. Mr. President, President, let him talk. Mr. Mr. President, let him talk. And there there are memes all over Reddit about how in the first debate Donald Trump... The Notorious B.I.G. was there? You said Chris Wallace. That was the... Yeah, no, not... not Oh, that's that's, that's Biggie's name. (laughs) Um, On all over Reddit, there were memes about... Donald Trump crushed his first opponent, Chris Wallace, in the first debate. Yeah. yeah. And and then all of a sudden, there was some old guy mumbling on the stage, too. Um, What I got from the first debate was, first off, dude, like, shut the hell up. On both sides, really. (laughs) I listened to Trevor Noah, who I don't really like that much. I I think Trevor Noah is great. You know, you know, I can unbiasedly look at something. Even if I don't agree with the person, I can listen to what somebody says and go, yeah, it's true. Trevor Noah recaps perfectly. I, he, he goes, I, I can't recap this because I don't know what the hell happened. Donald Trump wouldn't shut up. Joe Biden didn't have an answer to anything. Joe Biden, you need... They asked Joe Biden, and this... So, well, first let me say, Donald Trump, when he was up there, you can... There was a... All the news platforms are talking about who lied and whatnot. They both made a bunch of shit up. Oh, yeah. Donald Trump lied. His taxes, that's not true. Um, what he said, millions of dollars in taxes. Dude, you're not going to release he your paid tax returns. Of dollars. He paid he, he paid, uh, millions in taxes on his hair. He paid 70. He, <laughs> no, it was a $70,000 tax write-off. Yeah. That's a tax hair. write-off. He didn't pay that. That's um, an expensive sew-in. <laughs> but he, he lied about his taxes. He lied about white supremacy. He lied about his, um, his health care plan. But then whenever Joe Biden wants to come back and say, what's your... What's your health care plan? He doesn't have a health care plan. Joe Biden goes, I do have a health care plan. What is it? Tell us. What is it? Then he gets asked, will you will you put a stop to the filibuster or will you continue to let it ride if you get elected? Vice President Joe Biden. And instead of answering the question, he says, well, y'all, this is why y'all need to go out and vote. You need to go vote. As Zach Galifianakis said, he gave the good, DC, the good old D.C. dip and twirl. He just danced around the question. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm serious. And... And Donald Trump comes right out and says, if you answer this question, you're going to lose the radical left. Then you don't have anybody. If you don't answer this question, you keep the radical left, but you lost everybody else because we know you're not going to put a stop to the filibuster. And I'm not going to sit here and lie and act like I know what it is. I don't know what they were talking about when they referred to as the filibuster. I don't know what they're talking about. But the fact that you wouldn't even answer the question, someone like me that didn't understand what they were talking about there, you not answering the question and dancing around it for your two minutes and then talking about how Donald Trump's interrupting you and then telling people to go vote and this is why you need to go vote and that's how you spend your two minutes on a question that was directed towards you, that shows me you're not going to be honest with me. And we know Donald Trump's not going to be honest. And I listened to I listened to Bernie Sanders also on The View talk about it, which first off, if you get your news from The View, I can't help you. I get my news every morning when I wake up at 6 a.m. My Amazon, my... Miss Alexa, which you have over there in the corner. You get your news from Jeff Bezos, don't you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lex Luthor. Listens for my alarm to go off. 
And when I wake up, he goes, this morning from the news, very first thing I heard yesterday morning was the presidential uh, debate is on tonight. They're going to cover this, 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 and this. And now Donald Trump paid, had a $70 million tax write-off for his hair. And I instantly said, I instantly (laughs) said, I said, Alexa, stop (laughs) instantly. So so here's, here was the point I was making though, is that was a disaster. Yeah. Just let him ask, as Trevor Noah said, just let him wrestle, let him fight. That's basically what happened. Just I got, I got Joe Biden. You think Joe Biden's going to win? Yep. In a fight now. I got Joe oh, Biden. Oh, in a fight. Okay. Joe Biden wouldn't know where he was I thought was you were talking at. about the exactly. actual. Exactly. I thought you were talking it's, about the actual election. No, no. I got Joe Biden in an actual fight. I got Joe Biden. You know why? I feel like he has like that, the, the crackhead energy. If you hit a crackhead in the face and they fall down, they get right back up because they don't know what's going on. Yeah, Joe Biden doesn't know where he's at. You're right. That's a good point. But I no. got Joe Biden. Donald Trump put him in an arm bar and snap it in half. You go, what was that noise? So, so Garrett's. <laughs> Garrett's going. Here, Garrett's going to like this because like, like I said before we even started, you know where I lay. I am independent. If I could have voted when I was younger, I would have voted for George Bush, which was a travesty, but I would have voted for George Bush. I would have voted for the Kanye. Next, the next election, I would have voted for Obama. The next election, and I did, I, I didn't want to. I wanted to vote for Ben Carson, but that would have been a wasted vote. Voted for Donald Trump. If Bernie, if, well, in this election, I wanted to vote for Andrew Yang. So if I was allowed to vote in my lifetime, it would be red, blue, red, blue. My, my so favorite policy from Andrew Yang was getting rid of the penny. Yeah. I think Andrew that's Yang. the smartest thing ever. Andrew Yang's right on the money on stuff. No one uses the penny. Which, he works for CNN now. No it's one's used cool. the penny since they got rid of that little thing at Taco Bell where you put the change in, you try to catch it on the little spokes. No one uses that shit anymore. <laughs> I, really, I really didn't become politically... I, I didn't pay attention really that much to politics until after Donald Trump was elected, mm-hmm. to be honest. I didn't vote whenever I, in 2016. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure I've had this conversation with somebody. It might have been you. Mm-hmm. I don't really care because what whatever whatever happens, whoever whoever wins, it doesn't affect it doesn't affect what I do. At the end of the day, it doesn't. No one's gonna. At, if a meeting, me and Kyler have a meeting with a couple to film a wedding. Yeah, it's not gonna affect us. They're not gonna go. Who'd you vote for? Right. Yeah. But they're gonna go. Would, hey. Okay. We need to see your body of work. We want you to film our wedding. They don't care about any okay, of that. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Well, I'll, I'll come have, back to what on. you just said. You, you have stock <clears throat> in Starbucks, right? I do. Seventeen okay. shares. If if Joe Biden, if Joe Biden <laughs> didn't follows, pay a didn't pay a penny for it. If Joe Biden follows the the tax code that he's trying to push, and I I I I liked hearing this whenever they asked Donald Trump about his taxes, and he said he he, he basically stood up on the on the pod, at the podium and said that there are exploits and ways to get around stuff. And he said, and that's the tax code, Joe, that you and Barack put in place. Mm-hmm. It's not very good. Yeah. If if me and Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, if we can all get around that, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. But Joe Biden, if, if he won, one of his plans on his tax code was to increase uh, corporate taxes from 21% to 28%, something that Donald Trump tried to lower, which he did. And I do agree with Donald Trump here. There's already companies going elsewhere because... If you raise corporate taxes, if you keep corporate taxes at 25, 26, 27, 28%, it is cheaper to pay kids a dime in China to make your products like Nike does and then just deal with imports to the to the uh, almost of the NBA. Just deal with imports to the United States as well as tar- as well as tariffs. It's easier to do that. And if Joe Biden won, he would try to raise his tax pl- his his tax, his uh his corporate taxes to 28%. You'll run businesses off. You run businesses off, your 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 Starbucks stock Go in the tank because 
the stock market would go in the tank because companies will go to other countries. That's the one good thing about Trump is that the stock market is doing really yeah, good. Yeah, they'll go to other countries. And as far as knocking Donald Trump's economy, no other president has been through a pandemic since... Yeah. When was the so, last pandemic? So, and it, the Black Plague. Yeah. Which, you know... And, and, and they wanted to bring up H1N1. Nowhere close. Not the same thing. And as far as... But, like I said... I'm not supporting Donald Trump. I thought that was atrocious by him. It was awful. But I listened to Bernie Sanders on The View, and they talk about how Joe Biden says, I, I won the Democratic Party. I, I, I am the Democratic Party. I won the Democratic ticket. No, the Democratic ticket, you, you were bought by the Democratic ticket. They're so scared of Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders won't listen to them. I like hearing Bernie Sanders talk about when they wanted to, to discuss how Trump doesn't have a health care plan he said there are 20 million Americans that depend on Obamacare, that depend on Obamacare, the Affordable Health Care Act. There are 90 million Americans that either don't have health care or overpay for bad health care. With Donald Trump, there is no plan to fix that. With Joe Biden, there is no plan to fix that. And as far as where Bernie Sanders is concerned, if I get shot in... I mean, I don't know why I'd get shot. I don't do anything to get shot. If I get in a car wreck... I'm not confident in the coverage, the health coverage that my dad gets because I'm on his health coverage through his work because of the health care plans that we have in place. I probably wouldn't get the best care and I probably wouldn't even be able to afford it later. Do you think that if you get injured at work or if you get injured, I'm talking to you Austin, if you get injured somewhere at work or if you get injured doing anything that you should as an American citizen have the right to health care? Or should that be withheld from you because you can't afford it? We should just let people die? I think healthcare is a universal right. I think every person should should be should get healthcare even if you can't afford it. Like Canada. I'm kind of mixed on that. It just depends. And because, that's the liberal view I have. <laughs> yeah, it, it just depends because I think it's Ben Shapiro who says we you should view healthcare like a commodity. And the reason why I agree with that is because people can choose whether or not they want to be healthy. That is true. You know, when it comes to like if you got hurt at work or something like that, something that's out of your control. I can agree with that, and your work should really be covering yeah. that. Okay, or, uh, a wreck. A, a wreck or something wreck. like that. Yeah, I mean, that's di- something that's out of your control is different, but most of the time, in general, I would say there's a lot of people who have health problems that's self-inflicted. Yeah, that's true. Like, you know, smoking cigarettes. Obesity. Yeah. Stuff like that. I'm not knocking our obese audience. Yeah, I mean, that. it's just, you know, I can understand one side, but I would lean more towards the other just because of that reason. And as far as there's no way, there's really no way to compensate for that. And even if you find a way, somebody is going to take advantage of the system, and that's just the way it is. Yeah, that is. I mean, so it's like any system, though, there will be people, people that, that take advantage yeah. of it, but yeah. it's well worth it for everyone that's going to benefit to have health care. Mm-hmm. I just it's like the tax code. Most people, most it, people will pay their most taxes. Most people do it the way you should do it, and there's a lot of people that that don't will cheat it, like our and president. Take advantage of it. Yeah. Yep. But if everyone pitches in and like does their part, it you know it evens out. As, you have some money to use in the government to. And as as far as the whole the whole tax code and, and as as far as tax fraud and avoiding taxes, should that be on the person that avoided the taxes? Yeah. Should it also be on the people that wrote the tax code? Yeah. You made a tax code that rich people can can claim losses that aren't really losses, and then get that money back. But if a rich person does that. 
a wealthy person, Jeff Bezos. Hey, Hold on, Jeff Bezos. All of this Elon. stuff is a tax write-off. You better watch your mouth, little boy. <laughs> okay, okay, listen, okay. No, no, no. You're about to make my point. Hey, you're about to make my point. You're about to make my point. Uh, what I was about, exactly about what uh, exactly what I was about to say. You write off all this off on your taxes. You get that money back. What do you do with it? The same thing. You put it back into this, correct? I would invest. I would reinvest yeah. it. But, but you put it back into the businesses. Yeah. You put it back into the businesses that you own. Oh, I might buy a pair of shoes or something. Okay, that's one purchase. <laughs> but I'm saying you put a bulk of it, almost all of it, back into your businesses. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, that's as far as avoiding taxes, yeah, that's that's wrong. The problem with billionaires, though, is that they will cheat on taxes, and they don't put the money back into the economy. They just hoard it. I think most the of them. same thing with huge corporations. I think guys like, like I said, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. I don't know if Elon Musk avoids taxes. I'm just using him as an example as a rich person. But Donald Trump. You got so many businesses, and when you get all these tax write-offs, uh, Elon Musk some writes of that his money taxes has, off like seven of, years yeah, in the future. Yeah, he, he knows are. everything he's gonna make. <laughs> yeah. But he's no, so smart. some of that money goes back into your businesses. Yeah. So you're helping the American people by doing that because you rich people create jobs. Yeah. I mean, you're try, welcome, I'm not people. saying avoid taxes. <laughs> That's atrocious. Don't do that. That's horrible. Yeah, you should pay your taxes. I thought the debate was terrible. I thought it was awful. Poor Chris Wallace. I felt bad for the mediator, Chris Wallace. Mr. President, please be quiet. Mr. President, D- Donald Trump needs to shut the hell up. Joe Biden, your your seven or eight main talking points that the Democratic Party and the Clintons give you is not enough. It's not. He's not mentally fit to even be a presidential candidate. It should be Bernie Sanders, who is older than him, which is a shame that he's more mentally acute to be in that position. But it's just, I don't, like, I, I watch that and I just shake my head because do you want four more years of what we've had or do you want something that, in my opinion, is going to be on the same level or worse? That's kind of how I see it. If And I'm not, the, the, the biggest knock on Bernie Sanders is he said socialism one time. And people have held on to that for eight years, for six years. They've held on to him saying socialism. He's socialist. No, he's not. No, he's not. He has some socialist, he has some socialist tendencies as far as health care, which I don't disagree with. He's got some, as far as tax codes, he's got some social opinions, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. He's not saying turn America from capitalism to socialism. He's not saying that. But you do that one time. You say that word and you scare everybody off. And you scare your own party off. And two elections in a row, his own party has screwed him out of winning a party that he won both times. And so I watched that debate and I just shake my head that this is what this is what politics has become. It's more entertaining than sports. We're about to watch the NBA Finals and the, and the presidential debate last night would be more entertaining. That's disappointing. That's what I got great. from it. Wouldn't go that far. I think the NBA Finals would be more. But I'm saying, but I'm, I'm, I mean, <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? That's what no, I, I got understand. from it. That's not a debate. That's two old men. One of them calls one a clown. The other one is a clown and won't shut up. And the poor mediator who works for Fox but is more liberal than anybody else on Fox's network. It's just a match made in hell, and it's horrible, and it just did not work. And I hope that the second debate does not go like that. And they wanted it does, Joe Rogan to mediate it. Good. Let I Joe mean, Rogan mediate it. He'll kick somebody's ass. I mean, it, I that would have been great. I don't think it really matters what side you're on, whether you're for Trump or for Biden. I think any, I think everyone can agree that they weren't very presidential last night. Oh, no. no. Not at all. Neither one of them. And I mean, it's I'll, just the truth. You know, if because if I I was on the debate team, I was on the debate team um, when I was in high school. If we talked like, I thought you didn't play any other sports. Well, that's not a sport. No, it's a sport now. Oh, debates a sport. <laughs> debates a sport. Now. Debates a sport. I only did I only did debate um, for sure. I'm thinking my freshman and sophomore year. I think I quit my junior year, but that's more politics, more high school politics for you. But yeah. anyway, if I talked, 
if I talked like that in an actual debate, uh, like a, a UIL event, yeah. I'd be kicked out of the room. Exactly. You cannot do that. You can't call your opponent a clown. And you, and, and, and you, you can't. Two minutes of uninterrupted time. What does that mean? I mean, shut the hell up and let him talk. You know, not that Joe Biden has anything to say that is of any, any relevancy or true at all. Mm-hmm. But let him talk. Yeah. And Donald Trump, same thing. It's not like he says anything that's actually factual. Mm-hmm. But like Joe Biden, let him talk. And I mean, Joe Biden didn't have any rebuttals. But I did like whenever um, they were talking about rallies and they were talking about, um, are, are 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 you concerned about COVID at your rallies? And Donald Trump's <laughs> like, no, I've had huge rallies. And Joe Biden's like, we were very very smart about our rallies. And he's like, well, Joe. You didn't have to worry about it. You had eight people at yours because nobody went. And Chris Wallace laughed. He said, he goes, I didn't like that. That was Donald funny. Trump is the nastiest roaster in the world. I'll give him that. Yep. But it's an embarrassment. It makes me, other countries watch that stuff and laugh at us. But what, that's how we But what you politics. what you just said about him roasting people, that's, that is a huge part of why he was elected. I'll, people love that. I, I don't know what it is. I, I feel like only Donald Trump can do it. He can say it is a little childish. I don't like everything he says, but some of the stuff he says is just it's just funny. (laughs) Based on this, you think I hate him? I don't hate Donald Trump. I'm not the biggest fan, but I I I I will say, and I said this on the AOC, and I've said it here already. I did vote for him. Yeah, I did vote for him. I wanted to vote for Ben Carson, but it would have been a wasted vote, and I could not find myself to vote for Hillary Clinton based on my own reasons. I could not push myself to vote for her. Donald Trump is like Tanner. <laughs> the kid that raps. He just says, the first, thing, just says, he says the first thing that, that comes, comes to his head. Yeah. Remember that? I think we talked about it on an it older episode. Yeah. My favorite thing Donald Trump has ever said and and has been a part of is uh, when COVID got really bad a couple months ago. He said, I uh, take these two medicines at the same yeah, time and it, and it cures it cures COVID. <laughs> and the doctor right behind him goes, Cuts. yeah. Don't do that. You'll die. <laughs> yeah, it cuts, to the, it, it cuts to... It was Dr. Fossey, wasn't it? He goes, yeah, don't do that. You'll die. Which He's up on a podium, a million people in front of him. If you take these two these two medicines at the same time, cures COVID. Dr. Fossey comes over. Yeah, don't do that. You'll die. <laughs> but as far as... As far as political experience, Joe Biden's got the edge. Now, what has Joe Biden done in his political career besides call black people predators in this 1994 <laughs> bill which mm-hmm. which I told my brother I said if they bring up race that wouldn't be a good thing for Joe Biden I That'd said be a bad because thing. I was reading this whole thing about all of Joe Biden's like pro, like all all negative things about Joe Biden and that was one of them was that he called him I believe it was super predators I think that's the word it was used in yep. the bill and it was about African Americans and I was like yeah that wouldn't be, I mean as far as Donald Trump and white supremacy that's not a good look for Joe Biden either mm-hmm. But, but do you think that's turning anybody, though? No, absolutely so they're not. they're like, hey, Joe Biden said this bad shit in 1994. No. <clears throat> no, I say bad shit all the time. Trump said that the place were shitholes like <laughs> two years ago. I mean... I don't think that's turning But I'm, I'm just saying, there are, there are huge negatives of both candidates. Both of them said things that were unfactual. I'm just going to move to Canada. That's, I mean... <laughs> they have no problem. Healthcare. They have no I'm problem with Canada. Um, I like, I like, I like Texas. Like it here, just move. Yeah. Here, it must be easy. I mean... But I've like, moved to Canada. I like it here. If you they have no me, problems there, ever. If you ask me who won the debate, I would say no one. If you ask me who lost the debate, I'd say Chris Wallace. Yeah. The mediator lost the debate. Yeah. No one won the debate. It was embarrassing. 
I mean, just let them fight. Just let them physically fight on the stage, and the winner gets to become president. Because it's that's jo- what it almost okay, then. was. Joe Biden becomes president. I hope not. That'd okay, be crazy. Joe Biden. <laughs> the, the last athletic thing we've seen Joe Biden do is run down the hallway with Obama, and that was like seven years ago. Joe Biden wins that fight. I'm sorry to tell you, Joe Biden would clap Donald <laughs> J- Jabroni Trump. Jabroni, yeah. Yeah, did you hear that? I'd, 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 the the I'd, J in Donald Trump stands for Jabroni. I'd pay a ticket to watch that. That shit oh, would be absolutely. Funny. <laughs> Which oh, you don't have a that's what that's what memory. I. He doesn't. How do you not have a childhood memory? Your childhood I'm, sucked. I'm black. <laughs> you should have plenty of them. Running from the. Co- oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay, Austin, what's your what's your most cherished childhood memory? And we'll wrap this up. Childhood memory. I'm not racist. It was a joke. <laughs> oh man. I mean, you never got beat up on the playground or something? No, I only got in one fight as a kid. Did and you win? I, yeah, I, I did. <laughs> I, I won. I, I, he had a black guy, I didn't. Um, oh, I have man. two. He was a black guy? No, he, he was not a black guy. No, no. No, he wasn't a black guy. I have a black dude. It's the highlight of my childhood. <laughs> Whoa, okay. I have two of those. I don't know what the highlight of my childhood would be. Oh, I'll tell you what. I think this is probably one of my favorite memories. So my, whenever my dad was living in Oklahoma City, I was probably in fifth grade. Ironically, I was playing basketball with a bunch of black dudes who were – dude, these guys, these guys had to have been at least 18, probably in their mid-20s. We were playing on the outside court at our apartment complex. And, I mean, I was like 10 to 12 years old. And I just sat in the little corner. I can't guard anyone, but I just sat in the corner, and they kept throwing me the ball. And every single time, like in the little, I was on the right side, just in that like that short corner, and I'd shoot it. I made it every time. I don't know what it was. That's the first time. That's my first memory of, quote unquote, being on fire and not in being able to miss. Yeah, they call they nicknamed me Hoops. Hoops. That was you, fun. So so you are a Hooper Hooper. You were a Hooper Hooper <laughs> one day. All right. But I wasn't really much of a basketball player when I was little, but it was still funny. That that's the first one I could think of. You can find me on Snapchat, Calderm Twenty One. I sometimes you know what? Links. Now that I think about it, mine's whenever we lost John John at Disney World. <laughs> That's yeah, the funniest yeah. thing in the world. That's not funny. Well, it's terrifying. That's Your sweet. parents are probably so scared. Oh, he was inside of a Pizza Planet playing the little game, the crane game, trying to get the alien. The claw. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Claw. Yeah. When we lost John John at, at Pizza Planet in Disney World, when he That's was. A cool memory, I guess. I was 12, so that means John John was 7. That's horrifying. <laughs> That's so scary as a parent. Dude, uh-uh. That's not a good memory at all. Well, for me it was. All right. <laughs> I see my dad and mom freaking out running around. Come around the corner and Matthew just goes, He's over here. <laughs> dad comes around the corner. Where you, where you been at? <laughs> I was trying to get the alien, Dad. <laughs> He found me on Snapchat. He never Tyler. moved. That's what's funny. He he was there the whole time. We just left him. So he, he, fault. He, he didn't even turn around. He didn't walk. He didn't walk away. He was there the whole time. He never moved from the spot he was at originally. We just left him. He probably didn't even notice you guys were gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one at Disney World's taking kids. Plus, it's too nice. The only thing you have to worry about at Disneyland or Disney World alligators. is alligators and crocodiles. Mm-hmm. They pop up and swipe kids that like is true. ease. All right, you can find me on Snapchat, Calderum21. Sometimes I post the links, most of the time I don't. Yep, uh, <laughs> that's very true. I posted the last two, what are you talking about? Yeah, you're right. And the Friday, and the KSO. I post the KSO on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oops. Um, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash NYNP. Um, also, go check out the AOC. New episode came out two days ago, uh, Wednesday. Go check that out. Um, also, Cost Sports Opinion every Saturday. 
might have a bonus episode uh, that came out before this. I'm not sure. We'll find out. Um, that is it for me, Austin. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, um, Austin underscore Scott, A-U-S-T-E-N underscore S-C-O-T-T. You want to give him that snap out? No. <laughs> no I don't hand out my snap. No. I really don't even get on it that much. The only time I get on it is to send a snap streak to Reagan, and that's it. Whoa. 752 today. Dang. That's, it should be a 1,000, but I don't want to. two years. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't had a snap streak in like a year and a half. Yeah, I... I yeah, same. Right, I had right. one with a manager from Starbucks. Her name was Jennifer. Mm-hmm. It was at like 800-something days, and then I got bored, so I ended it on purpose. <laughs> You're a horrible person. All, All right. right. Just, just follow me on Instagram. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I can't help it. I like to talk shit to people. I'm good at it. I agree with that. I do it at the gym all the time. Know, Where can people find you if you want to roast them or talk shit to oh, them? Oh, they don't want that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like MGK said, oh, you want some fucking smoke? <laughs> Not literally, you'll choke. Um, Aaron Cross 15 on Snapchat, iPhone Marin on Instagram, and all that other stuff by their given name on all social media platforms. And Patreon slash NYNP, we have two tiers. $5 tier and a $10 tier. Just go to patreon.com slash NYNP. I don't know what I typed. <laughs> uh, Austin, you got anything before we wrap this up? Uh, thanks for having me on. Well, I'm sure probably sometime after the finals, we can probably do this again. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about how I'm right. Hey, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Aaron, you got anything else? Nope. You got nothing? <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll see you all in the next episode. Thanks for listening. And Garrett is literally the worst basketball player I've ever seen.